is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Tuesday. Today is July 5th, 2022. Hopefully everyone out there uh, had a good 4th of July. We took yesterday off. Took the day off, no podcast. And honestly, I was ready to come back today. Nice big show. Back from the holidays, you know, and return with a bang. And wouldn't you know... I'm currently in a goddamn dispute going through all this nonsense with DraftKings. You know what it, it, you know what it is? DraftKings, I've talked about this before. The, the, the inevitability of using a lot of different sports books is some will go up, some will go down. You know when you're a, when you do this for a living, it's not like every bet you make wins, every book you're at is, is a winning book. Some bets are winning books, some bets aren't. And so, or some books are, 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 uh, are, you know, have lost money to me. Some books have given me a lot of, a lot of their own money. So it just differs. And DraftKings for a long time in my career was a book that I just lost at for whatever reason, every month I'd look and, you know, FanDuel was up, MGM was up and DraftKings was down. And so, I mean, it was obviously some months they were up. It was, it fluctuates, but overall I was losing money in DraftKings until a few months ago. Well, I've started to turn things around, and it's like, wouldn't you know, they stop cashing out immediately. I mean, DraftKings forever was the best place to withdraw because they withdraw, they, they would put money in my account within minutes. I mean, honestly, I could withdraw at noon, and by 12.05, all the money was in my account. That's one of the reasons why when I did play and, and cash out with DraftKings, it was great. And, you know, let, let's, let's be real, I still cashed out quite frequently with them. And so I understood the process very, very well. And um, it was like that for a long time. And whether you're saying, hey, Tyler, you know, that's not how it works for me or whatever, that's fine. It's different every state for every person. But all I know is that when I was a losing sports better, it was a lot, a lot better of an experience than it has been when I just start to barely turn things around. So I don't know. I'm just kind of in a pissed off mood today. Again, I was ready to come back to this whole podcast, but I'm literally in the middle of, of arguing with these people. And that's the frustrating thing is, is they treat you like a guy, like, like a, like a moron with a smile on their face. You know, they, they send this whole message back and it's like, I didn't, they're like, well, Tyler, here's what a withdrawal hold is. I'm like, I don't need to know the definition of a withdrawal hold. I need to know why it's happening. Why for, for years I could get my money out so easily. And now all of a sudden I can't, and they can't give me a good fucking answer. So I don't know. That's put me in a really bad mood. And on top of it, I don't know. It's just, we're trying to get things figured out with some handicaps. So I'm going to play back an episode where I'm not so pissed off. <laughs> I promise I'll come back tomorrow, hopefully be better with everything. You guys know how it is. You know how this goes sometimes. So uh, this episode's from a couple months ago. It's called The Power of Minus 110. It's about, obviously, how important the VIG is and why you should pay attention to all the bets you make. So we'll play that back. Good luck on your bets. Be careful about DraftKings. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily. On today's show, this is Concept Tuesday for beginners. We're going to talk about the power of minus 110. Now, the thing is, I think a lot of a lot of people when they first get into betting sports don't really pay attention to the price. Because when you're paying $20, $30, 50, even 100 bucks a bet, you don't really notice the difference from minus 110 to minus 115 or minus 120. But that 
is actually how the sports books are going to bleed you over time. Because think about it. Everyone out there listening right now, and I don't care if your dog is in the car and is listening, your dog picking random tennis balls, and this is going to sound bad. I'm sorry. This is the reality. I'm not trying to demean anybody. I'm not trying to bring anyone down. This is the harsh reality of betting sports, and statistics show this. Your dog in the car with you right now, drive safe, both hands on the wheel, drive safe with your dog in the car, always, has has just as good a shot of going over 50% than you do betting sports long-term. Now, you may laugh and say, oh, that's hysterical, there's no way, but statistics show the average sports better is going to go right around 50% lifetime, 50-50. And if you're really, really, really good and you really know your stuff and know what you're doing and you're an average sports better, you're going to go maybe 51%. But the issue is minus 110 So you may say, well, who cares? Minus 110. I pay $11 to win 10 every bet. If I lose, it's a a dollar out the window. Who cares? But over the course of time, here's what that looks like. Your edge, or excuse me, the house edge, okay, not not your edge. The house's edge against you is about 2.4%. To be exact, it's 2.38%. But let's round, make it easy. 2.4% is the house, the sports book edge against the average sports better every bet. 2.4%. So let's compare that to a game that we all, or a lot of us, may play when we go to Vegas. Blackjack. A lot of us listening, or a lot of you listening right now, I'm sure, if you like sports betting, if you've been to Vegas or Reno or Atlantic City, I'm sure you've maybe played some blackjack, right? Or or maybe, hey, maybe you're part of a sports book that you know, lets you play casinos, whatever. You played some blackjack. I'm assuming most of you have played, okay? The house edge against the average blackjack player is around 0.8%. And if you play perfect strategy, the house edge is closer to 0.5%. Okay, so think about that. It's not hard, by the way, to play perfect strategy blackjack. All you need is one of those blackjack cards, those perfect strategy cards from any gift shop that you can find in Vegas. And it's not illegal to put that card right on the table and play perfect strategy using the card. They will not make you move the card. Okay, so everyone listening can play perfect strategy blackjack immediately just by using the card. Just pull it up on your phone, get one in the in the gift shop. It's easy. Okay, you can play perfect strategy blackjack like that. Okay, so everyone right now can reduce the house edge in blackjack to zero point five percent. So think about that. Compare. The house edge against us in blackjack, 0.5% to the house edge against us in sports betting, 2.4%. That's a huge difference. That's about a 500% difference. So if you chose to spend all your earnings, or let's say, (laughs) that's a little ridiculous. Let's say you chose to spend $200 extra a month of your paycheck on betting sports or 
$200 extra of your paycheck a month betting blackjack. Over the course of a year, the average better is expected to lose five times, aka 500% more betting sports than betting blackjack. The reason is the house edge. So how do you overcome that? If you want to bet sports, and most of you listening do, how do we overcome this? How do we overcome this gigantic house edge in betting sports? Because really, we don't think of it as this gigantic edge. We think of it as, hell yeah, we get to bet sports. Who cares what we have to pay? 11 to win 10, 12 to win 10. Who cares? This is awesome. We can bet on the Chicago Bears, right? Or the Buccaneers or the Atlanta Braves or whatever, okay? That's why people give their money away. That's why the house edge or the, the, the think about this, the house, the, the, the house collection should be around five and a half, maybe let's say 5% every month. The house collection last month for several states was around 11%. That means people are being so dumb with their money, making parlays, teasers, bad bets. And it's all because they're excited. People are excited to make bets. They don't think about things like, what does minus 110 mean? What does it mean when I like a game and it's minus 110 and maybe I do some homework and that line moves from minus 110 to minus 115? What does that mean? Because it means a whole hell of a lot. And if you make bets, even every couple weeks for 20 bucks, just for fun, this adds up. So we all have to understand, even betting, even just starting betting sports, we have to understand what minus 110 means. Minus 110 or any number that's negative means that's how much we're paying the house to make the bet. If it's a positive number, that's essentially however much the house is allowing us not to pay to make the bet. So if you get a minus 200, that means we pay $200 for the right to win 100. Okay, collect 300. If it's plus 200, that means you bet 100 to win back 200. Somebody across the counter or somebody on the other side of the sports book is allowing you to make a bet for $100 where they will pay you back 200 Okay, so these all work in different levels. You're, it, not every bet is created equal. So the more bets you make that are minus 110, minus 115, minus 130, minus 150, minus 200, the harder it is to win over the long run. Because the more bets you make like that, the more your break-even percentage will rise. So that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand, especially on Twitter. <laughs> if you've ever spent any time on Twitter looking at pics or you know, these touts or people selling pics or whatever on Twitter, people don't understand that winning percentage isn't just about 55%. That's like the golden number. That's what everyone recites is, hey, 55%. That's only assuming 
that every single bet you make is minus 110. But even prof- professional bettors who only bet like the NBA and NFL, which are predominantly minus 110 sports, they don't even make all minus 110 bets. So to think that 55% is this golden percentage to achieve is laughable, first of all, because no one has an actual winning percentage of 55 where like that's their goal. But also... Many people on Twitter or many public touts are giving out heavy favorites a lot. Minus 150, minus 200, minus 180. And so be careful of that. When you run into that and then and then people those same people are saying, "Hey, we've gone 58% over the last one. Of course you've gone 58%. You're giving out whole minus 180 bets." So Break even percentage, and I know we're kind of getting in the weeds here with with different topics, but that's what minus one ten means. Is you have to think about your break even percentage, if, and if you only bet minus one ten games, your break even percentage is fifty two point four percent. That's what you have to go just to break even. Okay, and so that's why it's hard to make money, is because, like I said to begin the the show, the average person listening right now, I'm sorry to say you will go about 50% lifetime. If you're fantastic or maybe lucky, you'll go 51%. But that's not enough to overcome 52.38. So back to what do we do about this? This sounds bleak. How do we bet sports and make money? Okay, you listen to, 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 to shows like this or other good shows that know what they're talking about and give out good games. You want to listen to shows where you understand and know the host and know how they do their job and how they handicap. What you don't want is some random person on online giving picks without any explanation. And even us on this show, we give quick picks on the weekend. We don't give deep handicaps, but that comes with an understanding of how we do our job. If you trust us, if you trust how we got to that number or how we got to that decision, great, follow us. You don't have to make the bets. There's no one forcing your gun to your head to make the goddamn bets on the weekends anyway. So if you don't like them, don't make them. But that's the thing is if you listen Monday through Sunday or whatever, you understand me, how I do my job. And so when I give out two or three games on Saturday, it's like, okay, obviously there's been homework that goes into this. Okay. So that's the thing is follow shows and people that you trust. That's really important. But also you want to do better homework on your own. And we'll do a lot of shows coming up on how to do that. But mainly, don't follow stupid squares who just give out picks. If anything, do your own homework because it's easier to lose money if it's on your own opinion. On your own opinion, anyway. But if you want to get rid of that house edge and try and immediately, based on today's topic, start making more money, here's what you do. You sign up at more sports books and you start shopping around. So sign up with our, our a great friend of the show, Better Edge, online, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com, VIG free betting. So every bet you make, if it's minus 130, the other side is plus 130. So you're never paying a VIG. And that's the thing is if everyone out there listening is 50%, which most people are, all you have to do, and this is the last point of the show, is sign up at a bunch of sports books and primarily Better Edge, but sign up at multiple books. That way you can shop around because what you'll find sometimes is you can create zero sum, or, or I guess zero sum isn't the way to put it, but it's like a synthetic 0% hold. Okay. I say synthetic because you're creating it between different sports books. 
and that's actually a, a, a phrase I picked up from a book called uh, The Logic of Sports Betting. But it, 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 what you do is find different sports books. Let's say there's a baseball game, okay? and Or a hockey game. It works the same way. And you want to make a money line bet. And you can find early in the process, when lines are just opening up, on one sports book, let's say Team A is minus 115, okay? Well, on another sports book, if that other sports book has gotten a lot of money on Team B, they may have shifted the line. So now the other team is plus 115. So you can actually find a situation where you can get Team A minus 115 on Sportsbook A or Team B plus 115 on Sportsbook B, okay? So what we have here is a 0% household, plus 115, minus 115. So if you find that situation, you can bet into it with whatever random ideas you have because it's a no-loss situation over the long run. The only way you will lose is if it's minus 110 and there's nothing else available that's better. And this is the one thing. It's kind of a paradoxical situation. My buddies ask me about this who I tell you know, in person or whatever or you know, people who I talk to. It's like, I don't get it. So if I like a team that's minus 110. And all of a sudden, some random sports book offers the other team at plus 110. That suddenly makes my minus 110 bet more valuable just because the option was out there, even though I never thought about buying that option, even though I never wanted that, just because it merely exists online, that somehow makes my bet more valuable. That's bullshit. And the reason is, is because the fact that it does exist and that you could potentially make that bet, it's about potential earnings on that bet. It exists. You could make that bet on Sportsbook B right now on Team B for plus 110 or plus 115 or whatever it is, right? So the fact that you can make that right now or you can make this right now, yes, that's how it works. I know math is kind of hard to understand that way, but if you... If you think about it, every time you make a bet, if you have the opposite side and it's a, it's a 50-50 bet, you're not going to lose long-term because you're going to go 50-50. So that's why you should sign up with Better Edge is because every bet you make with them is 50-50. But that's the power of minus 110. So if it moves to minus 115, and let's type it in right now, if you guys want a good website to go to, to check out all of these percentages go to aceodds.com, that's A-C-E-odds.com, and find the odds converter. And there you can type in the uh, money line. So minus 110, you're going to find 52.4%. If the line moves from 110 to 115, the house edge now goes from 2.4% to 3.5%. Think about that. It goes from minus 110 to minus 115. The house edge raises 1%. Now, to rewind, the house edge in blackjack is 0.5%. Okay? That's a huge jump. 110 to 115. The further you go from 100, the harder it is to win long term. So think about that. It's not just about, oh, I love the Bears today, minus 7. Well, is it minus 7, minus 110, minus 115, minus 120? That all adds up. You can't just pay those prices 
and expect to win money long term. Now you may win short term. Everyone may win short term. You may win a game, two games, three games, some some soccer bets, some hockey bets, some football bets, whatever. But long term, don't fall victim to those little sucker traps of paying more VIG when you don't have to. All right, that is for today's show. Talk to you tomorrow. Sports Betting Daily.